Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the everyday golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we're joined by our producer and original co-host, Ryan Thiessen, as we unpack the Players' Championship, discuss round management, and more. Stay tuned after the break. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz, and we'll have the original co-host and our producer, Ryan Thiessen, join us later. Ryan, how you been? Hey, very well. We're going to have to start distinguishing... Munoz first Tyson in the, and, in this podcast and and I was gonna say a special Sunday but this this is uh this should be the status quo moving forward yeah that's right our new night we're gonna be dropping each um all of our episodes on Sunday night um and at least gives us some breathing room if we fall behind and you know maybe it's a Monday night or a Tuesday night to where they're not playing golf we can drop our podcast then yeah um our 20th episode dude 20 episodes. Damn. 20 One episodes. more and can start drinking. I know. I know. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I mean, it's fun every week. I think this is like our 12th consecutive week. We had we've had um emergency pods for, for Tiger. Um, we moved around nights. We've added a bunch to the show. It's been great. Yes, I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm 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 very happy with with uh, how it started and, and and how it's going. Exactly um big week this week the players championship uh awesome tournament it was exciting from beginning to end um our picks just to touch on those i have zero winners and i don't even want to talk about them because i wasn't even close to hitting a single one yeah yeah mine mine essentially stunk um except for chris kirk who uh fell apart today unfortunately but at least i had a rooting interest through the weekend uh i kind of had a hunch and that was a plus 900 bet so that would have been nice yeah um still up a little bit now my like window my cushion of being up on the years is getting smaller (laughs) and smaller um but profits uh, are dwindling yeah 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 chris kirk i kind of knew this was coming because he had like uh two hole out one like hole out birdie one hole out Mm. eagle on friday you know so it's like that can't be sustainable throughout right you can't be relying on those and then and then in, in general pick news i can tell you already i don't know who i'm picking for the honda classic but i know one fellow in particular that i won't be picking for the honda yeah. classic <laughs> uh, and that would be one hideki matsuyama as he missed the cut and oh. were uh were official i'm our, i'm fully prepared for him to have a great finish here this week at the honda um so if those of you out there listening i would bet him in top 10 and perhaps to win this tournament. Oh man, you guys, uh, it's tough to see you guys part ways. I mean, it's been the whole season that you've picked Hideki each week to finish in a top 10. I'm surprised he's good. I don't know what it is this year. He's either off to a slow start or he's just not, he's not putting well as he used to. I mean, back and forth, he'll reel you in with, with a a T11. He'll (laughs) miss the cut. Yep. (laughs) But you're still up over the, over the year at least. So, I mean, it goes on. Yep. So, uh, did you tune in, you know, for the, for all four rounds? I mean, I, I tuned in pretty much from the jump on Thursday. I I caught a lot of Thursday and Friday. Uh, actually got a good amount. I didn't tune in live yesterday, but caught the, Mm -hmm. the replay. Um, and then I caught a little, I was playing today. So, so I missed most of today, but 
followed it on the course. And then I, I caught, I caught some of the highlights here knowing we were going to talk about it. So, um, crazy, crazy Sunday. Uh, yeah, crazy Sunday. Um, I mean, just how, how this whole tournament started with Sergio having, you know, two Eagles on Thursday, seven under all alone at the top of the leaderboard. Um, he played great on Thursday. And then apparently he just couldn't keep it, keep up with these other guys through the weekend. But that was a, that was a fun, that was fun watching him have, you know, two Eagles on those par fives. Yeah. Well, and then, and then the weekend, John Rahm creeps up yesterday, a bunch of big names, JT finishes yeah, JT. Friday, kills it, obviously 17 to 18 greens today. And he missed the How 18th one and by like missed- a foot. Yeah, like yeah, they, they were giving him all kinds of shit on Golf Channel about yeah. it because uh, he totally mishit that wedge and, yep. and just barely missed it. Um, that is dominant uh, and, and, and a hell of a performance. And then what I also saw in perusing and trying to catch up on this, best thing I saw from today is on the number four tee box, Westwood shanking one like 30 yards OB and then Bryson – topping a three wood <laughs> like just barely over the 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 members ladies tee box out there <laughs> dude in the in the following shot uh he did something too like he like hit it off into the wilderness as well like he's like what's going on like he looked like one of us out there dude i hit the i hit that shot that westwood hit on four on my very first tee shot today <laughs> put that bitch in the drive put that in the driving range <laughs> And then, and then I took a drop and I smoked it over some trees and uh, was on the green in hella close. It kind of rolled past, so I ended up boging it. But it was a ridiculous <laughs> way to play the first hole. Um, yeah, I fully expected uh, DeChambeau to win today, considering what happened last week, uh, seeing that it's Westwood. Westwood seems completely content with a second place. Um he doesn't he doesn't like yeah. the first he doesn't quite like first place but he you know second place is good enough for him i figured someone would come out and win this i didn't think bryson was going to um i gotta be honest when i saw rom and i saw jt there, yeah yeah uh, yesterday i was like the, those two guys are the ones to watch none, none of the other guys really scared no, me at all him right? or, or uh, whoever else was up there yeah and, and they all kind of fell apart too. pretty early from from what i saw Yep. It's crazy to see the same grouping on the, uh, on the last day as well. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yep. Kudos to Westwood, man. Playing well and well into his, uh, that dude's, I think I I saw something today. He started in four decades or three decades of players or something like that. Damn. Yeah. He's, he's older than tiger, uh, but younger than Phil like right in between there. Um, but yeah, I got to think, you know, JT came back from what seven strokes to win it. It was something like that. Like on going into Saturday, he had a great day yesterday. I think he was three or four under today to come all the way back. Uh, I mean, you got to think just overall in the past year, who's, I guess not named Dustin Johnson. You got to think that he's probably the best player out there week to week. Yeah, I would say we'll see him and DJ juggle the top ten or top spot in the world world rankings for the next year. Uh, yeah. assuming Brooks doesn't stay healthy, which he hasn't shown he's going to. Right. And, yeah. I would see the, the, yeah. Um, and when these two, when they're when those dudes games on, it's hard to see anyone really beating them. So um, 
Yeah, because I mean, JT does it all a little bit. I mean, especially on 18 when he when he threaded that needle with that drive almost have, into have the we, water. Have we ever? We, I don't think we've ever had like a Sunday showdown with those two, though. You know what I mean? In right. Contention, that that's uh that would be pretty fun. Has Brooks ever been in like a final pairing when he's won one of his tournaments, like where he's not he's playing against the guy that he's playing with, or has he always been in like the different group? The lead. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just can't I think of I can't think of any moments like that where he's going. Got to get himself days. healthy, dude. He's got his knee messed up, and then that, that I forget what tournament it was, but his his back looked all messed up. You could see him grabbing his neck. So, gotta use that Theragun. Like that. that Theragun on course. Do they just approve those? <laughs> Speaking of courses, uh, course management is another thing I wanted to talk about. And uh, as we mentioned before, we have our uh original co-host and our producer ryan teeson joining us on the podcast uh teeson are you there yeah hey randy thanks for having me back um i'm so excited to get this the show back on its feet uh seems like covid's (laughs) maybe coming to an end and uh yeah i'm just so excited that you know you and i will be getting this kind of show back on its feet and see Um, well this is actually our 20th episode so um who was that it sounded like someone's hacking into the line who was that (laughs) uh welcome back dude it's it's good to have you back um yeah thanks one of the things we wanted to talk about today was some course management round management whatever you want to call it for like amateur golfers and i played today uh munoz played today and you know when i'm when i'm playing i'm always just thinking like you know what what is my goal for the day or like you know how am i going to how am i going to make up for my game if it's not there you know using my mind instead of getting around the course so that's just something i wanted to pick your guys' brain and brain on do you guys like have a, a a a single thought do you guys have multiple things that you carry around with you when you're trying to get around the course well for me uh it's kind of is a Mike Tyson that said, like, you always have a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Is that who said that? <laughs> yes, I, I believe that um, is. That's kind of me. Like, whenever we're playing, like, you know, a, quote, big round, like mm-hmm. the, say, the the Thomas Cowan Bell, Jingle Bell classic, yeah. <laughs> I spent, like, two days ahead of time, like, playing the course, like, through a golf or golf shot, the app I use. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, I'll play this shot here, this shot here, this shot here. Mm-hmm. And like the plan going in was on hole one to hit a hybrid off the tee because there's like <laughs> sand on the right and mm-hmm. whatever, 240 out. And then like we get up there and like we're all waiting to hit. And someone goes like, hey, Tyson, why don't you lead us off? So, of course, so then I have to go grab my driver, you know, <laughs> lead off a tournament with a hybrid. Uh, so like right off the bat, like my course management was out the window. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like staying disciplined and like uh, sticking to playing your the round I want to play. Yeah, right on. But yeah, I, I think um, it's it, 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 it's all it's highly dependent on too if you know where you're playing and you know you're like the course that you're playing at right, right if you right. don't know the course then you can't really have too much of a plan moving forward totally uh, agree. And you can kind of look it up like or you know on on golf shot or 18 birdies whatever you can get some gps and start to see but I don't think I have a set plan so much like for my rounds. Cause yeah, again, like I can't rely like today, for example, right. My plan. And then I spray one into the driving range off the very first. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Um, but 
it's just in, I, I don't know. I try to think, think of, I try to think of yardages and clubs that I like to hit in mm-hmm. like my general round and, and distances that I like that I'm comfortable with. And, and there's certain distances, there's certain clubs that I hate and there's certain distances with clubs that like I love. So mm-hmm. I, I always try to use my GPS on the phone or the cart or wherever uh, to leave me in the best in my most comfortable shots um, because at the end of the day, we're all amateurs and not very good players. So I feel like, you know, being comfortable and, 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 and around your kind of go-to shot, right. You're, you're maximizing your chance at success. So yeah, that, that reminds me of like, I think that you talk about a lot too, Tyson is uh, leaving yourself like a full shot in or like your best shot in. That kind of sounds like what Munoz does here. Same thing. Well, like, uh, yeah, like, like on a par five, I'll hit my second shot with like a seven iron mm-hmm. yeah, and then I, leave myself like a full pitching wedge in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do the same. I do the same thing. So it's kind of like work, rather, it's like working backwards from the green, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. But then it uh, all depends. Like that's more of a play for par. Mm-hmm. It's not really a play True. for birdie, but it's like, so well, it's just, candy, that's an interesting right? mind. If, if you, you know, you put a good wedge shot on, then, then you're, you're, you're set if it's a par five, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you might have a birdie shot, but yeah, it's also like, you know, if you bring out the three wood or the hybrid on your second shot and you pull it off, then you've got an Eagle and then maybe a tap in for birdie. But yeah. it's like that. I think that goes into the strategy too of like, are you going to pick holes to attack or are you going to like, play conservative on holes and yeah. i guess that's familiarity with the course too because yeah. it's a course you've never played you just don't know but like the course i play all the time i know i go driver seven iron pitching wedge and i always have a birdie putt so. mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's kind of the fun in, in playing different tracks too versus the same track all the time uh if you know i think I, I yeah know. To have there's course management, that- you got to know the course, right? I think uh, there's probably two different types of things: is managing your game and managing the course, yeah. I guess itself. So it's probably two different things. Like, um, I try to have a game plan every time I go play. If it's uh, you know I'm going to really work on fighting the ball low, or I'm just going to try to hit as many greens as possible, or I'm going to just try to stay in the fairway. Whatever it is I'm trying to work on, I'll try to focus on I guess a part of my game beforehand, and then if I know the course, yeah, like you guys are talking about actually manage the course. Um, and that's actually really fun to do when you've played the course a couple of times, you know, where you can take your chances, where the misses are. Um, and then you also know what shots you can't hit out there, right? Like say that you absolutely flush your three wood trying to go for a green and two, and you still don't make it, you know, Hey, I'm never going to make it always lay up, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and and then kind of on that, like the shot you can't hit, I think it's very valuable in knowing like what shots you suck at. Downhill lie, uphill yeah. lie, kind of. So again, you can minimize your your damage when you're in that situation or just play it smarter, right? Versus, like you said, trying to rip a three iron with a downhill lie. Like, you know, it's hard enough just to hit a three iron. Then you're talking with the ball way beneath your feet out of fucking rough. Yeah. That's how you go from a six to an eight or something real quick, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. It's all about avoiding those big scores. And um, like today, I just, I wasn't hitting it too well. And so I just started opening up to, hey, I'm just going to play for this bogey. So I'm getting these double bogeys and see how it turns out. And you drain one long putt or you chip one in or something like that. You know, instead of trying to hit the hero shot every time, you're not going to put up those big numbers. 
Um, when's the next time either of you guys are playing? Oh boy. I don't know. I, I think I need to get some good, good work in at the range this week from, from what I saw today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I definitely got good takeaways and it's not like I totally stunk the course up. I thought I hit some really good short irons. Cause that's all I've been really practicing with, with mm-hmm. this wing changes i haven't really hit anything other than like my my nine iron and i th- I worked my way up to like my seven mm-hmm. but i kind of hit some shitty longer irons over the, the course of the day and so maybe uh i'm gonna take my ass to the uh range and just pre- grind for a week um right but but I, I felt really good with like my my shots inside 100 yards and and wedges today um so i think it I, although I was a little disappointed, I, I had low expectations. I see that on course management. I had low expectations, yeah. so I don't feel like totally <laughs> run down those low expectations. I, I know I was out there trying to work on some stuff. I was glad I stuck to the plan and didn't just go back to this, my normal asshole swing that I know can, can work but doesn't always work. So, no, uh, no plan for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch some practice. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat there. I'm I see the range in the foreseeable future for me. My life and work is uh, has changed since the last time I was on the show. Mm-hmm. So I just don't have time to to get a full round in. And we talked about Randy this week, like maybe hitting up a par three course, like in the middle of the day and getting a quick, quick nine. nine or eighteen in. Yeah, uh, and probably something like that. And the range is yeah, what I see in my future. When you don't get to the range too often or don't don't get to play, like what do you what do you like just stay focused on when you're at the range? So I brought like so I've got this little like six club carrier mm-hmm. and I brought like five, seven, nine pitching wedge, fifty-six and sixty, and just mm-hmm. stayed kind of like Mooney was saying, just stay low. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, didn't even think of hitting driver. I haven't been to the range in six weeks. I haven't swung a club in six weeks. Jeez. So yeah, like seven, I think five iron was maybe the longest club I brought out, but it was mostly just seven iron trying to like hit the same spot over and over and over. Yeah, right. uh, trying to just get a feel for things again. Right on. Well, should we move on to the, uh, the Honda classic here? Tyson, you're more than welcome to stay. Did you want to, yeah, I'll stick around for sure. Right on. Uh, so the Honda Classic is is vacation week for the top ten of the uh, world golf rankings. Um, players in the world, it's at PGA National. Uh, so the top ten are playing in the WGC Match Play the following week. And I was looking at the field earlier for the the Honda, and uh, geez, it's definitely not the players. I'll say um a lot of guys could win their tour card there yeah a lot of like fill-ins yeah Yeah, no it's like uh the rbc like i was saying a couple weeks ago right yeah you got got the hungry hungry young bulls out here so and it's i love those i love when there's a guy that has been like grinding for like years on lower tours and then wins one of these and then gets like whatever he gets a three-year exemption i love the i love that so much more than watching bryson win you know yeah or like this week watching jt win like that's great but these are like like these are like career changing wins these guys are getting like you know i heard i heard rory talking earlier he was like i'm not playing for money anymore i'm playing for like prestige and legacy well and it's cool 
these guys just want to keep their card and make some money. Yeah, they're, I mean? they're playing for money. Yeah. It's a cool track too, right? The bear traps. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a great course. It's fun. It's always, it, it's always an entertaining finish. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just, just how, how that course ends. And, and so I'm, I'm excited. Yep. Um, I, I gotta say, yeah, the bear trap, like you're talking about, that's gotta be one of the roughest stretches in golf. Um, lots of water, uh, lots oh. of big numbers. Yep. Often the tournament is decided there. It's, it's, it's great. It's great golf. Uh, another Pete Dye track too. No, it's a Jack course. Oh, it's a Jack course. That's right. That's right. I was, looking, I was looking at these notes here. Oh, I think these got wiped over from, uh, from last week. Last week. Um, all right. Quick picks. I know we haven't done much research, but three off the cuff. Who do you like? My boy winner last year there. I'm going to get back to him. He, he was close. He played well this week. Sanjay M Corey Connors. Uh, he's playing well. He won't be taking the week off. He's not at that level uh, as far as kind of ball so hard on the PGA Tour yet. So he needs to make some scratch. Um, and then uh, I had to take Rom off because I realized once you said that, that this is vacation week, he won't be there. Uh, right. So let's go Adam Scott, another past champion. That's a that's a good one. I was looking at him too. I'm going to go Jocko Neiman. You know, these young hungry guys trying to get some wins out there. Uh, Lee Westwood is playing. Why not pick Lee Westwood? He's definitely going to um, he's just know, finish second. In Florida, mate. Yeah, he's just going to finish <laughs> second. He, he's a lock for second. And then I'm going to go Daniel Berger. Uh, he's already won once this year. Uh, he's one of the more talented guys in the field. Just guy I'm comfortable with picking. Cool. Right on. Well, I'm excited for next week. We're going to have uh, – same time next Sunday. We'll be posting either Sunday nights or Monday. Um, we're excited. Can't wait to keep going. Picks will be up on Wednesday night. That's we'll right. Some, we'll have them up on Instagram. Awesome having you back, Tyson. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, boys. Sunday threesome. Woo! <laughs> that does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week as we discuss the results from this week's picks, the Honda Classic, and more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Teeson, and until next time, hit them straight.